Hey guys, it's comedian Mickey Coachella, and uh, I love listening to The Angry Millennial. There's nothing funny about it. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to The Angry Millennial Podcast with your host, Jose Rosado, and co-host, Stevie Chris, where we talk to creatives and entrepreneurs from all walks of life and passions about the creative lifestyle, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Be sure to check out our site, theangrymillennialshow.com, and sign up for our newsletter to be eligible for prizes and giveaways, as well as stay up to date with new shows and upcoming guests. Hope you enjoy the show. Bocafire.com. Bocafire is a better way to rent professional DSLR lenses. With 30-day rentals, unlimited swapping, free shipping, and free insurance coverage, Bocafire is the best deal around. Use any Pro, Canon, or Nikon lens for your DSLR camera with no return dates and no stress. Keep it as long as you want. When you're done, send the lens back using the prepaid shipping label and swap it for your next one. Offering all the most popular Canon and Nikon lenses, including primes, zooms, telephotos, and a lot more. Use the coupon code ANGER15 to get 15% off any Bocafire membership. Valid now through July 2016, only at Bocafire.com. All right, guys. Jose here for your Thursday episode with the ever-lovely Jessica making another appearance. Hello, hello. <laughs> so, Jessica, let's uh, let's see what we're going to talk about this week. We're recording this uh, Wednesday night. So I'll be going tomorrow recording, so we'll mm. be putting this up tomorrow. I think what we can talk about this week would be self-reflection. What mm-hmm. do you think? I did a lot of that this week. You did? Myself, yeah. Tell them why. Um, because yesterday was my birthday. Yeah. Yay me. Which one? <sighs> <laughs> Come on, get it out. My 25th. Yeah, you wish. With eight years experience. <laughs> Let's see, do the math. Your 33rd birthday. Yeah, 33rd. 33. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So that was pretty big for you. I mean, you know, it's not big as far as, you know, the grand scheme of birthdays are concerned. Right. It's but, not 30 know, or 40. Right. But it's not like 35 where you're starting to teeter over the hill. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like climbing it. I can see the summit right now. You know, um, I don't know. This was just, it wasn't so much the birthday, the number itself as it was. Um, I guess the time in my life, the past year, reflecting on, you know. Um, well, talk about it. Big changes. I know I have, but let's hear it from year. your point of view. Oh, Jesus, where do I start? Um, from the beginning usually helps. From the beginning. Well, I was born on a snowy night, February 16th, <laughs> 1983, in the middle of a blizzard. No, not that far back. Um, it, it, oddly enough, and when I started reflecting upon this, um, it was actually the night before my birthday, and I was taking a bath with my lovely bath bombs that you got me, and as a way to kind of unwind at the end of the night, um, which I've been finding to be very beneficial. And um, I've been reading this book called Big Magic by um, hey, who's it by Elizabeth Gilbert. She's the woman who wrote um, Eat, Pray, Love. So, so, ooh, that's not good. That's fine. Um, which is also a really amazing book. But this one wasn't so much. Um, I'm about halfway through it right now. I've kind of been taking my time with it. And um, 
you know, talks a lot about, uh, you know, being present when creativity um, offers itself to you, you know, mm-hmm. when an idea offers itself to right. you, basically, in that, um, you know, ideas or creativity is basically, you know, this living energy. And that if you don't, you know, willingly accept it or you're not listening, um, you know, or making yourself sensitive enough to listen to those types of things and be aware of those types of things around you that, you know, an idea will only wait around for you but so long, you know, and eventually it will either, you know, dissipate completely, you'll lose interest in it, or it will move on to somebody else. I guess they say strike while the iron's hot, that kind of thing. Yeah, that kind of thing. And also, like, something that I found to be very interesting in the book was, because I can attest to it myself and I've heard many other people say it, is – um. You know, they they had an idea and, you know, obviously never did anything with it, either didn't have the resources or the the knowledge, education, whatever it would be to pursue it at the time. Or maybe it was just, you know, bad timing, you know, right. good idea, bad timing, you know. Right. Um, and then years down the road, you know, let's say they see something in a store or a book that they were going to write or a movie that they thought of. And they're like, wait a minute. Yeah. That's like Fuck. my exact storyline. <laughs> like I came up with that 10 years ago, you know what I mean? Right. And it's not, you know, I guess she just kind of goes back to the, you know, stream of thought that, you know, an idea is a living energy. And if you don't, you know, take advantage of that, that it will eventually move on to somebody else. And that's how you see that, you know, almost reincarnated idea other places. Cool. Nice. Nice. I mean, I, I've been meaning to check that book out. I know when you, Boy, it looked really interesting. But I'll, have to, I'll have to definitely check it out. So, you know, one thing that I did this week that I think was, speaking of self-reflection, for me, it was, I mean, it, this past year was a lot of self-reflection. And even starting this and talking to so many different people about pretty fucking deep topics uh, that naturally whether it was during the show or after a, a really intense recording, I I would kind of sit back and, and say, wow, like, you know, I, I'd pick apart little things they said or topics we talked about and I'll even come to you, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll yeah. say, oh, we, we talked about this today and I never thought about that or, you know, and I know I'll see how it kind of, how it, it weighs in on my life. Well, I mean, conversation, <clears throat> communication in and of itself makes you, you know, yeah. So another thing that happened this week, well, today actually, that was a big step for me. Speaking of self-reflection, we've been together. It'll be what four years? Yeah, almost four years. It'll be four years in August. August, Mm -hmm. right? So with that, it's four years when we met. Let's let's make that. I'm just saying. Let's say. Sure. If you want to get technical. She wanted me from the first time she saw me. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I, I attempted to cook you a real meal of food. Yeah, an edible. An edible real, real meal, meal of, of food. food. And it was with fresh ingredients. It was. Yeah. I was impressed. Yeah. You know yeah. how fucking hard it is to try and pick out garlic and go... Okay, so the only thing I know about is avocados and bananas. So <laughs> Not going to lie, that was garlic? kind of, you know, that was an extra step. I was impressed by that because I've been cooking for a very long time. And as you can attest, I'm a pretty damn good cook. Yeah. But even I don't get fresh garlic. I get mm-hmm. it pre-minced. 
you know, I wasn't like a, I in wasn't a jar. A, I wasn't a do that. Because I like easy things. No, yeah. And I mean, the only thing I was thinking about that, and I asked Chris. Mm. So Chris is like a, a guy I met recently, a good friend of mine now, who is a pretty damn good cook. So he makes fun of me and was coaching me on this dish, which I made was uh, shrimp scampi. So if you think shrimp scampi is ridiculously easy and I copped out, go fuck yourself. Because, <laughs> But it wasn't even shrimp scampi. Because actually, technically, shrimp scampi is not with pasta. It's just shrimp in like a garlic butter sauce, that kind of thing. Yeah, but I this was with- served over a pasta. It really depends. I think the All technical right. yeah, definition is just the, like the sauteed shrimp with uh-huh. garlic butter. But All this right. was over pasta, like right. angel hair pasta, right. which was wonderful. Yeah. And uh and it was it was it was jarring. I was it was psyching me out all fucking day. Yeah, he was crying like a little <laughs> bitch all day before <laughs> taking you know, to You know what the worst part is? I even went into therapy and I and, and Are she, you serious? She, no, she saw me like all worked up. And we started talking about it. And she's a good cook, too. So she's like, oh, well, I do this. And literally, I realized for 20 minutes, we talked You're about talking cooking. talking about cooking, yeah. Shrimp, scampi. Oh. And then I said, you know what? I'm not fucking paying you to talk about food. <laughs> so I was like, but at the same time, I was sitting there going, well, we have a good enough relationship that, yeah, just, she was like, oh, really? We like it's making this? me nervous, this? Right. And she's yeah. literally trying to, can, you know, tell me different ways of, of, uh, of cooking it with, like, butter and olive oil yeah. and stuff like that. and. I think it was amazing. I was very happy. Well, it at least getting it out of the way was for me. Once it was done, I was sweating. I didn't want to fucking eat. I was so, <laughs> my stomach was in like such yeah. knots. Now you know. I realized why my mother growing up never fucking actually ate food. Yeah, because by the time you're done, you're just like, fuck it, give me a beer. <laughs> I just want to go lay down. I don't even want to look at this meal of food I just made. And, uh, and it was it was okay. I, I personally think I I overcooked the spaghetti a little bit because I forgot to strain it. Okay, short of we're going off on pasta right well, now. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm okay. pretty sure right. our listeners are like right. the fuck. That's fine. You know? That's fine because the thing that I want to remember or note is it didn't come out great. But at least now that it was done, you're over the initial anxiety of uh, being in the kitchen. I know. I know. But now that it's done, uh-huh. it's kind of like every other thing in the creative process. It's not great, but it's over and I feel better right. because now I know if I do it again, I learned from those mistakes. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, yeah. right. I'm going to not overcook the spaghetti. I'm not right. going to cook the shrimp a little bit longer because mm-hmm. I was scared shitless to make it chewy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that will make it even better meal. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm not going to make shrimp scampi over pasta my signature dish and be mm-hmm. the only fucking thing I make. But, but I want to try and make it better. There you go. One more time. Okay. All right. But yeah, so for me that was a big deal because uh, I've 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 been told I should do that in the past and just never fucking did it. Yeah, I just didn't care enough. Well, you know, four years. Oh god. So okay, I will put this question out. Time. I will put this question out there for the guys out there who can't cook mm. worth shit. Can't at no, or no, 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 won't. No, 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 can't. I can't. You know how fucking things I, I, I ruin. I would beg to differ because I ate dinner tonight and I'm still alive. So. <laughs> You can, you just don't. <laughs> all right. All right. All I'm saying is if you have a significant other who is really good, you know, let's just say not even guys, any person. So if, if, you're, if your boyfriend or husband's a really great cook and you just, for the life of you, you burn water, you know, when do you kind of make that that decision to really try, you know, that and take that leap? To do it because you can get comfortable in your roles and say, hey, look, I'm just, that's not me. I'm not the cook in the family. 
I don't think it's, I mean, <clears throat> obviously I'll probably always be the main cook of the house, but I think at the same time, Linda. it's, <sighs> dick, at the same time, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, just shows effort, which, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> to me, that four years, that's, that's when you start saying, all right, I got to put a little more effort into this. Mm. Four years. Come on. If I had done it in the beginning, you know what that would do? Set a really fucking high bar. What do you just shoot low? Well, now that I know that, fuck. (laughs) You under promise and you over deliver, baby. Under promise and under deliver. That works too. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, like I said, it was a big deal for me because I never done it like that. It worked me up. But at the same time, much like a lot of the creative stuff we do, once it was done, I you know, it was like in school, you get done with that test, you don't give a fuck if you passed, failed, it's just, <laughs> just over it. yeah. and you're happy, you know, and you have that that feeling of of um relief. just relief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm gonna try again and see if I can do it better next time, or maybe just try another dish. We actually talked about inviting Chris and his wife over next week. Mm-hmm. And having him do the cooking, me doing the apprenticing, mm-hmm. I'll yell, yes, chef, when I'm running around the kitchen. <laughs> Can we please put Riley's little apron on you? <laughs> that's fine. Like the mini BB-8 apron don't we have an on e- you? Don't we have an eagle's apron? Oh, we that's have, yours. Yeah. We have an eagle's apron and a BB-8 It'll fit apron. Me, sort Probably. Of, sort of. Um, but yeah, we're going to try that. And then the guys are going to cook for the girls. Yeah. So. So let's get back to uh, to me. Oh, please. Go on. Go ahead. <laughs> You know how much I love hearing myself talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to let you guys know, last no. week when, <laughs> when Jess was, was it last week? Yeah. It was, yeah. It last was, week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When last week, when Jess was on for the first time, uh, she was listening to it after the fact while she was working. Twice. <laughs> and literally, I hate listening to him because I just I hate the way I sound. So whatever, it's fine. Most actors don't watch their own movies. That's cool. But Jess had no problem listening to it twice upstairs while she was working. And I hear her yell down the stairs, I have a fucking golden voice. What wasn't something to that effect? I sound fucking fabulous. <laughs> and, and I then said, I yeah, started, and you're very humble too. Then I literally started looking up voiceover work because I'm like, <laughs> this voice needs to make me money because shit. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt about it. Did you find anything good? I mean, yeah, there's actually some interesting agencies in New York that oh God, you can send a demo put, reel you to. You actually put fucking effort into this. I did. I reached out to my good old buddy, Sully. Seriously? You reached out to Sully? Yeah, he does voiceover work. Yeah. Not that he'll be doing it now, since he's in Guardians of the Galaxy uh, yeah. 2. Let's talk about that Huge real announcement. Quick. That's yeah. a big thing. So yeah, it's a big Chris thing for him. Chris Sullivan, who's episode 23. 23. Uh, goes by Sully. Uh, Chris Sullivan is an actor, and he's been most known for his role as Mr. Cleary on The Nick. Mm-hmm. And he just got the call today. I believe he it was is, today, yeah. Yeah, that he's going. They posted going, about it. Yeah. James, James Gunn posted about right, it today. The director. Yeah. He's going to be on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah. And from what it's rumored, mm-hmm. he's going to play a pretty substantial role, and they're thinking villainous like Drax. Because of his stature is what they said. Well, he's also going to be the very teddy bear version of Drax. Well, you know, I mean, they're thinking he's going to be very like makeup clad, you know, sort of, oh, you know, covered up and 
because they don't know who the villain is in this one yet. It hasn't been announced who the villain is. So very well could be him. He could be carrying a pretty substantial role in this one. Nice. Yeah. Well, I will say this. His work on the Nick has an amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. It's not easy for someone to take a character role. And really make a huge impact. But a lot of people, myself included, and a lot of other people, um, had said that he's one of their favorite characters in the show. Yeah. He's uh, a gentle giant. Yeah. But also he, the, the Irish accent, you know, does him, you know, he, he's very good at it. Yeah. You know, his stature, his demeanor, everything. It just, it's good. So, yeah, I was super happy for him. Told him congrats. Reached out today. And, yeah. you know, in his words, he was like, I'm dying. <laughs> I think that's in a good way, though. So yeah, we're yeah. very we're very uh, happy for Chris and can't wait to see his career flourish even more. So. I can't fucking wait for that movie to come out. Period. I, I love know. the first one. Well, the kids still have the Volume One soundtrack on loop in my car every time we get in. They're like Guardians of the Galaxy, Blue Suede. Like, <laughs> okay, calm yourself. Bump that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> come on, Ma. Drop me off with the uh, with it knocking. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, is this Jackson Five? <laughs> yeah. When boy bands were cool. Well, mostly fair, boy. It was yeah. mostly a family band. When family bands were yeah. cool. Yeah. Boy bands no. were late 90s, early family 2000s. Family bands. Like, yeah. what was the last family band? The Hansen Brothers? Nah, like, well, they were three brothers. That you know? really, that's not a whole thing. That one's really, well, they were all brothers too, but. What about those uh, Jonas, the Jonas, God, <clears throat> fucking Jonas. Yeah, I guess the Jonas Brothers. I just hate Jonas now, period, the name, just because it <laughs> fucked up my house. The storm. The, storm. the goddamn storm. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Jonas. And then, uh, what? That's the only thing I think of. Yeah. Jonas Brothers. I don't know. We totally got off track. We yeah, started talking fine. about Shrimp Scampi and now family bands. Yeah, it's fine. But yeah. So anyways, back to my original story in the yes. beginning, beginning. Reflection. Uh, reflection. Yeah. So I was, you know, in the tub and reflecting and all this stuff. And then I was reading, you know, I read the book, blah, blah, blah. And I started thinking to myself, you know, I wanted to, now this was like a few weeks ago. I thought in my head, oh, you know, I don't, I don't do self-portraits anymore. You know, I obviously I take like. You know, cell phone, selfie, crap, whatever. But, um, you know, I don't really put any major concerted effort into taking an actual portrait with my camera anymore. And I haven't really done it in a while, you know, at least a year. I haven't really touched the camera to do a self-portrait with. And, you know, when we first met, I was doing them all the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean... Those self-portraits, let's be real. When we first met, I thought you were a model who happened to like picking up a camera and being mm-hmm. thinking you were a model photographer. Right. Yeah. So your self-portraits are pretty fucking bomb. Yeah. And, and you I mean, haven't done them in a long time. Well, I, and you know, obviously, like, you know, things change. And at the time, I was using them as a form of, you know, uh, self-therapy, you know, and... <laughs> Look, it's really fucking hard not to say you know, because I'm looking at you. If I wasn't, you know what? Just put something in front of your fucking face. Just really, just, just shut your face. <laughs> shut your fucking face. Too, just say, just shut your mouth. Don, this just, is for you. Just you shut your too. fucking face. Dot JP. Okay, <laughs> that's for you, Don. You know who you are. Um. Yeah. So. Well, okay. I, so I let's started just say thinking. This. Well, I started thinking yeah. about that basically. So, you know, it's been years since I've done them. I don't put the effort into them. What made me stop? And you know, I don't have like you know, it's not like an emotional thing for me. But I also understood that my life is just at a different place now. So I don't really need to rely on self portraits to kind of help me work through my issues. You know, I'm better at communication, those kinds of things. So that's taking the place of it. Um, 
But I thought to myself, if I was to do a self-portrait of myself on the cusp of being 33, you know, <clears throat> ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just, just, to, just to reiterate, the big thing that, that Jessica is, is struggling with right now is I had mentioned to her, just like me when I first started and probably still now. No, I you use... do it constantly. You just do it faster. <clears throat> sure. You know. <laughs> I say the word, you know. A lot. Yeah. And I know I do. You know. <laughs> but I'm making a concerted effort and realizing that all that is is your nervous tick. To I'm not feel... nervous, though. I talk to you all the time. And unfortunately, you don't say you know when you're talking to me at no, home. No, I do. It's just. Right. Anyways, back to my story. You got 40 seconds. It's 1920 minutes. <sighs> they love hearing me. My audience, <laughs> they, they want to hear me. Do not stifle. I'm not stifling it. You're right. I don't guess stifle as, this. as long as we don't go an hour, that's fine. Look, right? if no one will appreciate this, at least Don will. Oh my god. Because Don is loyal of the loyal. Anyways. Is that English? I no. <laughs> <laughs> I had bourbon. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. bourbonese. Um <laughs> so yeah, I started thinking about, you know, what what would that be in my mind? Mm-hmm. And but taking it into, you know, a deeper level, not a deeper level, yeah. What did I do? You don't even hear it anymore? No. What? 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 Keep going. Into a deeper level, you know. Mm. <laughs> God damn it, motherfucker. <laughs> I give up. I'm going. I'm just. Okay. No, 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 no. Let me, let me, <clears throat> let me salvage it in the sense of. It doesn't help that every time I say it, you give me these eyeballs. Like. Because you said it. And then you didn't realize it. And two words later, you said it again. Then you caught it. You're like, fuck. (laughs) You just have to be cognizant of it and realize you can take your time. You can take pauses. You just told me to spit it all out in 40 seconds, but you're also telling me to take my time. Because I think we agreed that it's going to go over 20 minutes. So fuck it. And I already said they love me. (laughs) I was there for that. Yes. All right. Just reminding you. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. Well, I'll say this. We all know this as artists. It sucks to say, but we probably sometimes do our best work when we're in the darkest place. Mm. And that's a really shitty thing <laughs> to say. I mean, you look like Adele, right? The only reason she made such great music is because she, her Somebody fucking personal her life was horrible. <laughs> and all I think of is when, when you see her now when she's happy and had a kid, all I'm like is, fuck, like, is she's going to, what's she going to be like now? You know, she's not tortured and. You know, you look at Amy Winehouse, same thing. You know, when she was getting clean and wanted to do other stuff, people just weren't that into it. Yeah. And and it, it's it's sad to say, like, that being happy. The artist curse, I guess. Maybe yeah. that's part of it. You know, you're happy and all of a sudden. I mean, like, you can go way back, you know. The Beatles? Well, it, I mean, not even just musically. I mean, Edgar Allan Poe. Right. Poets, you know, like. He was a drunk. He was. I mean, they're the original country music stars. That's they really <laughs> You know, um, relationship issues and all kinds of stuff. And that's when he did his best work. And I have no yeah. way advocating, hey, go, you know, get drunk and, and well, do your best work, no, you know, but, or yeah. have, you know, horrible relationships. Right. No, but, it's the fact of you, you can't deny it, though. You can't deny it and say that it just... It makes you use your art as an outlet. And, okay, let's go weird pop culture. So, 
in The Devil Wears Prada. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, I like that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, when her character is doing well at work, or her relationship with her boyfriend is suffering. Yeah. And she goes and talks to, oh, what's his name? I love that guy. Mm-hmm. You're um, the movie guy. I don't know. Stanley Tucci. Mm-hmm. When she goes and talks to Stanley Tucci's character. Oh, he is uh, funny. And she was complaining about her boyfriend and breakup and all that shit. He goes, oh, well, let me know when your entire personal life goes up in flames. And I'll tell you that you're probably up for promotion. Yeah. And that's kind of how it goes. Like, it's finding that balance. Yeah, but it, I don't hard. feel like it needs to. There has to be some, maybe something we can research over the next week and kind of talk mm-hmm. about online. Yeah. But, because, I mean, somebody had to have, you know, been on that same mental track that we're on as, you know, it doesn't have to be one or the other. You know, it can be... Roll your eyes at me one more goddamn time. You know what the best part's going to be? Making you listen to this episode and edit it. And you're going to have to hear every single word. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I got over it. Mm. Tried to at least. Editing every episode and going, fuck, 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 fuck. Keeping a going well, tally. Now I got to edit all those out. <laughs> oh, no, they're staying. <laughs> they're staying. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you said, it, it, when you show me that stuff, you told me very candidly that, that at that time, you know, when you were married previously, that things weren't great. And that's why you, you did those things. And then you get happy and like they say, you get fat and happy. It was so temporary and fleeting, you know, and, um, it would be from one creation to the next, you know, one therapy session, so to speak to the next. Right. And you can only maintain maintain that for so long. Yeah. Hmm. Well. But anyway, so yeah, I um, started thinking about, you know, what would that look like today and mm-hmm. breaking it down and assessing who I am as a person, you know, being 33, am I happy with who I am? Am I happy about where I'm going? Am I aspiring to be something better? What is it that I'm aspiring to be? And... Because I feel like that's absolutely necessary for anyone, not just creatives. Yeah, you always have to take stock of your. You have to what's take stock, on. right? Yeah. And the day to day, you just kind of get lost in. Especially routine with kids, yeah. with kids, and um, yeah. So it was it was good for me. I sat down and I wrote for about two hours, and what I posted online was just a small segment, actually, of what I wrote. It wasn't mm-hmm. all of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it felt good to get it out and just to kind of reflect and think. You know, am I am I happy with who I am and and what I'm doing, and do I feel good in my skin and all that kind of you know wonderful fluffy fluffy shit? But the end answer was yes. I'm I am happy. I know I need improvement in certain places. I'm striving for those things. You know, learning to um be more gentle with myself, mm-hmm. emotionally, mentally, those kinds of things. Right. I think we're all a little too hard on ourselves for our own good. Right. So that's going to be a big learning curve for me. But yeah, reflection, it's necessary and it's healthy, normal, yeah. natural part of growing up. Right. Well, you said it. I mean, you know, to to kind of wrap it up and recap, it's, it is taking stock of what's going on every once in a while, realizing that when you get older doesn't mean it's all bad. Mm. You know, realizing the little victories trying to make sure that you're staying creative even when you're happy otherwise. 
maybe trying to find the reason behind, if possible, why we sometimes make our best work or our best art when we're in a really shitty place. Personally. Maybe it's just the effort involved. You know, maybe. when you're when you're in a shitty place, you got nothing to lose. You, yeah, you kind of have nothing to lose. You, um, I, yeah, I think that boils down to that. You don't really have anything to lose, right? And especially when you're in a really low place, it's like, who the fuck cares? Right. And a lot of times, uh, creatives, I think, stereotypically are known to just not be great communicators. Mm-hmm. You know, kind yeah. of keep it in that sort of thing. And I think those outlets help get that out. And um, and then when they're happy again, it's like, oh, well, everything's good. So Yeah, you kind of take your foot off the accelerator at that point. Yeah. And you just kind of coast. Yeah. You know? But at the same time, it is understandable. Yeah. You know, there's there's those ebb and flows. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're going to go ham and you're going to go 110 miles an hour at everything you do. But they only last so long. And on top of that, if you get something happens, you meet someone or, or you get another job and you take a break and you find fulfillment in something else, that's also, I think, part of the creative process. If you're a lifelong creative, it's that you know that there's going to be times when you're going to have to walk away for a little bit to only to come back that much more mm-hmm. invigorated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, listen, we're going to cut that off there uh, just under the half hour mark. So sorry, guys. Our Not longest, sorry. <laughs> our longest Thursday episode, but I'm sure no one will complain. Yeah. And, you know, again, self-reflection. Making art when you're not in a crappy place. See if we can try that as a as a people. Yeah. yeah. Making strides to make efforts for your significant other. Mm-hmm. Getting out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's about it. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Thanks for coming back on. As always, help me out here. Yeah. I know this week wasn't as structured as usual, but that's fine too. Yeah. You know. <laughs> All right, guys. Take care. Thank you.